Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Alright, here we are back from another another uh, few weeks break. Another month, I think. Uh, so we're back with episode 35. Woo-woo. <laughs> That's how many you are. Uh, that, it's my age, yes. Yeah, that's how many you are. That's how many I am, okay. <laughs> and this week we were going to talk about Larry Blahmeyer movies, and I may have said his name wrong, but we couldn't get our hands on any of them. So instead we did, we're going to do Watchmen and uh, uh, V for Vendetta and Call It an Alan Moore episode. Yeah! And we'll start with Watchmen. And Derek's with us. I am. As always. As usual, I should as say. Usual. Well, you're not gonna. I, I'm always here too. Well, yeah. Sarah is always here. So you're not gonna like introduce me. I, <laughs> and here is <laughs> feeling not loved right now. <laughs> Maybe I should get a happy face. With like the happy face with button. human bean juice on it. Yeah, human bean juice. <laughs> that was awesome. It's like so inappropriate on that guy. But it's it's something Rorschach would say. No, the. The happy face button oh, the, on, on the, the comedian. comedian. Well, that's because his whole thing is a joke. He's a joke. Everything's a joke. I know, but like, it's just so cute and happy, and he's just not the complete opposite of that. Yeah, like everything that dude does is horrible, including raping the future, almost raping the future mother of his child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah that's had to big. process for a second. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Um, Shooting the Vietnamese baby mama in the head as worse than that, though. But what about gonna hierarchy Man- these things? What about Doctor Manhattan doing nothing to ha- to stop it? Yeah, but he still shot a pregnant woman in the head. That's true. Like he does make a good commentary on Doctor Manhattan's humanity, yeah, or lack thereof. But like that's to diffuse the fact that he just shot a pregnant woman carrying his child in the head. Yeah, you can't diffuse that. Like you, can't. you don't make that better. I actually thought he was going to shoot her in the stomach. Yeah, just make it that much worse. Yeah, like the like the red wedding in Game of Thrones. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that doesn't really make any sense. Everyone knows that. Just don't listen to this if you don't want to hear spoilers. Well, and if you don't know that, it's what two years. Yeah, I think now? spoiler official spoiler rule says it's over. Yeah. And that was was that even a finale? No, I don't think so. I can't remember. Maybe I don't know. I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's out there now. Doesn't matter. We've spoiled it. But yeah, that whole first scene is just like a lot of things you wouldn't think, like happy face and unforgettable. Yeah. Like really, that's the song you play. That's the song that's played for this guy. No, crazy. It's I kind like of that his house gives you like hints of his personality. It's kind of ironic too, because everyone has forgotten about him. Yeah, well, he has no friends because he's psycho. Yeah, his closest thing to a friend is his arch enemy. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> what's that guy's name? Morlock or something? Morlock. And he goes there and just cries, and he's like, the guy's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. like, you feel bad for him. Yeah, shitting his pants in his bed because yeah. he's so so freaked out by this guy just being in his room. I would be afraid, if that guy anyway. sat at the end of my bed and cried to me. I would be afraid. I'd be afraid just seeing that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like if I those people at the riot were stupid. Yeah. Like 
Why would you throw things at him? He's clearly not going to take your shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they don't care. know anything he did in Vietnam. <laughs> I was shocked though, like how many people were at his funeral. But I guess that just goes to show like the culture of guilt. Like, I know this guy. I should probably go. Well, yeah. he was he was a, a war hero technically, even though a lot of the things he did were shady. Yeah, because they won Vietnam. Yeah. So it was viewed better, I think, by the American public, right? Yeah, and I, I imagine a lot of that, a lot of the stuff, the bad stuff that got that happened in Vietnam didn't come out. Yeah. Because they they cut it real short. Yeah. The I think they said the war ended the day after Doctor Manhattan joined the the army because. Oh well, because no he, he explodes people into poofs. Yeah. I like how every poof though you can kind of see like a rib cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then when he explodes, those guys in the bar. They're just their bones are stuck to the ceiling. There's yeah, it generated so much force. Their bones are embedded in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so very, very graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the comics are also very graphic. Oh so uh, yeah. Have you read they it? Maintain the no. tone. Oh, so good. You should yeah. read it. Yeah, we both read it just before it came out because we're like, it, it's coming out. We and we really want to see it. Yeah. So Maybe shout out our friend Race lent it to us. Yeah. He lent us his copy, and we thought we'd bought a copy, but we couldn't find it. We were going to read it again before we did this show. Yeah, and you couldn't find it. No. So, can we spoilers the change at the end? Can we talk about that? Oh, yeah. Or, do you, or will you be mad at us? No, go ahead. Okay, so literary spoilers right here. Um, it's a giant squid monster thing. It's a bunch of giant squid monsters. Oh, yeah, really? so it's not like a nuclear-type attack, but Dr. Manhattan attack, like atomic attack. Yeah. It's, yeah, these giant squid monsters that drop on all the major cities so that Adrian can fool everyone into thinking that it's, like, an alien attack. And they also explode. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they but totally they leave, explode. But they leave DNA that would appear alien all over the place. Yeah. Huh. So there's, like, wreck havoc everywhere, and then, yeah. That there's, like, squid monster parts, like, tentacles everywhere yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Which actually looks pretty cool since the whole comic book is so like purple and yellow and yeah. weird colored. It turns out pretty well, but I can see why they're like that's a little insane for a movie. Yeah, like th- yeah, for the most part, the movie is kind of grounded in reality. It feels like a real place, a real world that could exist. Aside from Doctor Manhattan, yeah, like n- nobody else has superpowers. No one else can do anything special. They they all they all hit really hard and Adrian I guess you could kind of consider a superhuman but he's he's trained to be that good and that's kind of how you look at all the all the heroes that they've they've trained really hard to to be able to fight people like this yeah so the fact that but like it's it's unrealistic that they punch a guy and he flies ten feet but <laughs> you kind of let it go because it's a comic book movie and yeah. it's Zack Snyder well yeah and it's it's like. As real as it is, it's still clearly a comic book movie. Well, it's shot like a comic book. Yeah. Well, yeah, he used frames of the comic. Yeah, that was pretty cool how he did that. Yeah, he used frames of the comic as, like, storyboards almost for the the movie, so he didn't even really have to storyboard. He just kind of just follow the shots that the comic book uses. Well, and that's obvious when you see the scene with um, Rorschach climbing... The side of the building. When he's sitting in the window? No, when he's going to climb up the building. Like, it shows him pull out the the grappling hook, 
and then there's this really crazy long shot up the building yeah. from, like, the perspective of the hook. And then you see it go up and attach, and all of that is, like, really crazy extreme angles that most movie makers don't tend to use but are, like, super recognizable from comic books. Yeah, I just meant that the, the shot of him in the window is actually oh, straight from yeah, the comic. Oh, yeah, that's straight from the comic, yeah. But, I mean, that looks like a, a shot that would typically be done. Be in a movie? Yeah. But some of the other ones are just like, wow, that's strange. Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the comic is almost cinematic in a way. It's It was it was very different for comic books at the time. It changed everything. Yeah? It changed the way people looked at comics. Like, before that, it was like all... It was, it was mostly, like, clean-cut superhero normal storytelling... Yeah. Or like genre here, comics, like horror comics and yeah. stuff like that. Archie. Yeah. Archie. Here it gets it, it it's almost like an anti superhero comic because they're not really heroes. Not really. They don't no. do anything really heroic except for rescuing those those people from the burning building. Yeah, but I mean to be fair, we don't get to see them being heroic because when they rescue people from a building, they're not even supposed to be doing that. No, I know. That's not That's what I so mean. So, like, I think they did do average good stuff. No, that's not what I'm saying. They're, I'm not saying they're not heroes. I'm just saying the story's not about them being heroes. Yeah. Okay. They're not heroic in the story. Yeah. It's after, right? The story takes place after. Yeah, like, they we don't, don't see, we don't see any of their river. crime yeah. fighting. Yeah, it's the Keen Act. Yeah, the Keen yeah. Act. Yeah, the uh, Doctor Manhattan and 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 uh, the comedian are talking about it in Vietnam when they get about how they're or no, he's talking about it with Driver, how Nixon's passing this law that, that's going to make masks illegal. Yeah. But then there's there's going to be ones like the comedian who still do it, but they're under contract to the government. So it's like it's it's like uh, the Avengers basically. They they kind of work for the government. Yeah. Under a shield. Yeah, and we all know how good that turned out. Yeah. Hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the idea of all of these guys as anti-heroes, but not, like, not all of them, but a lot of them is interesting, because what Adrian does turns out to be a good thing. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Well, he's Sort saves, of a good thing. He like, saves the world by killing millions of people. Well, no, I know, but I mean, like, that's not a good thing. Like, no. it is, but it isn't. Like, it's crazy. Well, and that's that's a, a common theme in both of these movies, really. That the, they they accomplish a good thing, but not necessarily by good means. Well, and he definitely had to make it a secret because you couldn't give people an ultimatum, like, no, do this or I will blow you all up. <laughs> because then people will still just blow each other up after anyway. They're still gonna be mad. Like he's like, people have to think. Dr. Manhattan did this. And that's why Dr. Manhattan kills Rorschach, Rorschach. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Because the suit, if that gets revealed, the piece is over. Oh, it was one dude just decided to fuck with everyone? Okay. It was just a prank? A prank? Essentially. It was just a prank to get people to fall in line. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's a prank. Well, I mean, what, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Pranks are supposed to be funny. <laughs> I don't know. There's some pretty mean-spirited pranks. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like buttering people's floors? Yeah, that doesn't usually murder people, though. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> if they get out of hand, that happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with the butter prank, if you hit your head on the floor... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you hit Yikes. your head on the floor, like, millions of people don't die. It's like well, a I mean, crazy it's, prank. It's, it's degrees, Sarah. Degrees. Degrees <laughs> of pranks. 
The world's largest. Step one, butt on the floor. Step two, murder entire cities. The world's largest <laughs> prank, okay? Okay. Largest, most mean-spirited prank. <laughs> well, and you can tell that the same dude wrote both these stories. Well, they're very similar thematically. Yeah. Well, he just writes really good characters with a lot of depth. Yeah. Who do bad things for good reasons. <laughs> no, V doesn't even do it for good reasons. Yeah, but he does want the regime to end. Yeah, but not for good reasons. In, in that way, he is similar to, to the real guy, Fox. He was like... he wanted Yeah, but I'd say trying to get rid of that is good in itself. But like, he didn't the even, people are horribly oppressed. He didn't even and care And he that wants much. everyone to live in anarchy, which is, I'd say, is better than that insane fascism that was going on in... Well, yeah, but I mean, like, he, he didn't care about toppling the government as much as he cared about getting his revenge. The I don't agree. I don't think you, like, go and blow up an entire building on Guy Fox Day without, like, the intention of rallying the people. That was only, that was secondary, like I said. His, his main goal was getting his revenge and killing the people who had wronged him. Freeing the people was just secondary. Yeah, but there's a lot of argument that him going and killing all of those people was to distract the government from the people rising up. So, but he told them all to rise up on that day. So they're not really distracted from it. Yeah, but they're spending all their time trying to find V and trying to make sure that their buddies don't die, that they're not noticing... But like, he also uses the people to... The slow rise up of the people. He also uses the people to, to... against the government by giving them all the masks, that, that girl being killed, and then the people turning against the government. That was V using the people as a distraction against what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think that's a distraction against what he's doing. At all. Except that then the government has to focus resources on trying to, to quell this, this rising rebellion and search for V at the same time. You're not buying it? No. <laughs> I can tell by your look. <laughs> We're not even talking about V yet, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we jumped ahead? Yeah. Yeah, but they're both so connected, like... As if we're just going to do one and not talk about the other one. They both go together. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm not getting involved in your argument. (laughs) Well, fuck, what are you here for? I don't know. Just to watch? (laughs) I want to see this. He's here to egg us on, remember? Well, egg us on. Do something. Come on. Get involved. (laughs) Get angry, Derek! God! No. We have the chillest co-host on the planet. He just sits here and chills. Yeah. Yeah. Watch you guys go at it. I'm not getting into your shit. No. Don't drag me in. I felt like uh, uh, Rorschach comes off as more... Like, he seems really badass in the comics, but in the, the movie, he almost seems creepy. Who seems creepy? Sorry, what? Rorschach. Why do you say that? He seems less badass, more creepy in the movie than in the comics. Yeah. It's the voice. Yeah, there's something about something about him in the comics that, that you don't get that... Maybe it's because it's a comic book? Well, and you, you'd put yourself, like, your own voice and spin and everything on it when you read it, so that's entirely on the reader, whereas in the film, like, you get the really scary kind of, like, I'm Batman, like, creepy <laughs> voice. Yeah. And everything is a lot more graphic. Oh, yes. So... Well, it's, it's just as graphic. Like, it's weird, because that the shot of him putting the, the cleaver in the dude's head, that's in the comics from what I recall. Yeah, but but it does. It's not drawn it's not simplified comics is not. Yeah, it's not as effective to to freak you out or make you uncomfortable as it is when you see it happen. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if 
if Moore's intention was to get us to to see Rorschach as the, the, the creep that he is, like the the psychopath. I still don't even see him that much as that like he's definitely bad and crazy, but he has more of a moral code than most of the superheroes in well, yeah, this. but being a, being a psychopath wouldn't mean he doesn't have a moral code. Yeah. It's just entirely personal to him. Yeah. And he he to him the He's not that different from Adrian. The ends always justify the means to him. If he has to, if he has yeah, to kill a whole bunch of people to take down a bad guy, he'll do it. Yeah, but he kills like people who have already wronged. Like he tends to go after the people who are bad. Well, I mean, whereas he, Adrian killed cities worth of innocent people, and Rorschach is like, "What the hell did you do? Like, people deserve to know this is not okay." Well, no, I know, but I mean, yeah. he goes he goes into a bar, breaks some dude's fingers. Just to, to just to get some guy's location. The guy didn't. The guy at the bar didn't do anything. Yeah, but I don't think that dude was probably a good dude. Well, no, but he didn't do anything. He has no involvement in this situation. He's just Rorschach is just going after people that he thinks might be able to lead into other people. It's not that different. Like no, no, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. <laughs> you guys are disagreeing a lot. I know. Too, yeah. Well, I just think there's a big difference between like sketchy dude related to criminals hanging at a bar, like, breaking his fingers is a whole lot different than, like, blowing up cities worth of, like, babies. I didn't say they're the same. I'm saying that their their methodology is not that different. Like, how they how they go about doing things is not different. It's yeah, I just think one is way after, worse than the other. Who they go after is very different, but what how they get what they want is not that different. Sometimes you got to blow up babies. <laughs> That's what has to be well, done. like you said, Adrian is kind of right because he saves the world by by killing all those people. There was the world was bound for nuclear devastation. Everyone would be dead. But by killing the 15 million people that he says he killed, billions of lives are, are technically saved, theoretically saved. Yeah, hopefully. Although Rorschach's diaries out there, so yeah, the new the dude's front- reading it. Yeah, yeah, the new frontiersman has it. Yeah, and everyone's gonna know. The, the, yeah, but then it's on on them. Do they do they release that information or not? And I mean, they probably will. Oh, hundred percent. Dude needs money. They even said at the end, "We have nothing to write." Exactly. Anymore. These guys were bored. Yeah. World peace. We can't we can't write any stories about this. No, it's not <laughs> interesting. <laughs> no well, and, and my next that. note, it kind of matches. It's like it says the interview with Doctor Manhattan. He mentions that the world will always have violence, um, even without nuclear war. Which is true. Like, it's just going to come back around anyway. Something's going to happen. And I like that the whole time he's doing that interview, it's, like, cut with Dan and Lori fighting those gang member guys in the alley. So it's, like, showing you, like, in real time that there will still be violence. People are still going to beat the hell out of each other. In dark alleys, even even if if there's no nuclear threat. Even if you have world peace, you still have personal violence. Oh, yeah. It's like those people. Let's, Let's end bullying. That will never happen. Yeah, never. Yeah. Never happen in a million years. People are people. I mean, you can improve it, and you can help kids learn how to cope with it. Yeah, but you'll never get rid of it. But you'll never get rid of it. No. I think kids need to be able to charge other kids. Yeah? Like, if you're 10 years old, and you walk up to a kid, and you punch them in the face a bunch of times, like, that kid should be able to charge you. Yeah. That's okay. You can only earn any money, but, like, do some kind of restitution. Something anyway, like yeah. that kid needs to give you their favorite toy now. Like, stop being a jerk. You can't <laughs> do that like, yeah. to people. Some kind of like uh, moderation or something. Something. There needs to be something. 
you know, like, court system says, you have to full-on apologize to this kid, and you're going to give him your recess snacks for next year. (laughs) Done. You know what I mean? Like, something. Do something. So that's what I don't understand. Like, most of the time when kids come to you and they talk to you about whatever happened in the day, it's, like, dumb. Like, it's dumb stuff. Like, so-and-so, like, poked me. Like, no one cares. Nobody cares. This is funny. Stuff, like, sue them. We just went from talking about nuclear war to... to <laughs> bullying on the playground. Yeah. People get poked. <laughs> super poked. <laughs> well, like Rorschach did. Jump on the dude and punch him in the teeth back. Yeah. That was great. Like, oh, your mom's a whore? Really? I'm going to punch you in the head and see how you like that? Yeah. Like, deal with it. Just did not get like it, it over with. That was the first, uh, the first instance of, of Rorschach appearing, really. Yeah. Because it's like a whole... It's really a whole separate person from Walter. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even see Walter as his true self. When when the doctor takes away his mask, he's like, Give me back my face! Yeah. He actually turned out remarkably well. Really. If you think about, like, growing up in a home with a prostitute mother who hated him and abused the hell out of him. Like, wow, but, like... The fact that you're not just trying to, yeah, kill everyone, like, a whole city's worth of people, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Because, yeah, dude is mentally ill and has, like, crap family life and... When your mom tells you she should have had an abortion. Yeah, she should have had that abortion. Yeah. yeah. At that point, she... Okay, I... This is going to seem really weird, but I had a flash to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when, oh, no. when she had that line. <laughs> Because there's a character on that. I don't know if you've seen that show. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. There's a character named Charlie... He kept comparing the show. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Whose father is, it, it, it may or may not be Frank, uh, played by Danny DeVito. But his mom had sex with him. She took him, or he took her to go get an abortion, but she says it didn't take. Uh. So Charlie was born anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, Charlie is uh, is Rorschach if his, if his mom had tried to get the abortion. Yeah. yeah. He still gets born. Still gets <laughs> still coming in. A he just has really shitty friends. <laughs> yes. So anyway, back to Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the character design was really good because again, they have stuff to work with, but they've really played up the whole tropes. Like, like Lori is a really pretty '80s girl with the lame suits, the gold, and like, yeah. but she doesn't <laughs> look like disgustingly '80s. The thing that She's looks like super, super uncomfortable. Yeah, like they don't like look Like you comfy. sweat a little bit and it sticks to you and gets yeah. your skin and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like the costumes look good, especially with what they are. Like those 1950s, 1940s costumes are silly looking. I really like what they do but with they're really good. Co- jacket even. Like it, it matches the comic with the, the one the one uh, loop on the side not, not being buttoned down and the, like it was spot on to the comic. Was it? Yeah. And I like what they did with his mask, the way they made his mask work. Yeah, the mask was really cool. That's a bummer. Like, Dylan was Rorschach for Halloween one year, and, like, no one knew. Yeah. No, no. One person, Lori, shout out Lori Klo. Yeah. Because she was like, I love your costume, and you deserve to get something, but no one else knows who you are. But she's like, your costume is awesome. <laughs> Same thing happened when I was Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. 
Yeah, your Rorschach costume is better though. Mm-hmm. That what was a, a great costume. What a waste costume. of a good costume, man. Eh? Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, I even wore it to work one year for Halloween. Yeah, oh, yeah. the whole mask and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was really hard to work with that mask. I guess so. <laughs> and the trench coat it got so hot in that store. Yeah, the mask was made out of like girls' tights and acrylic paint. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how I made it. So yeah. Trying to see through that, like not happening. We have it around here somewhere. It's packed in a box, I think. Is it? Yeah. I should probably just make you a new one if you decide to go out. Yeah. Bit of the fedora, bottom of the trench coat, yeah, yeah. had the scarf. The everything. whole works. The yeah, whole works. Nice. He looked awesome. Yeah, use the scarf that I used as a mascot. Yeah. Because he doesn't have it in the movie, but he has one in the comic. Yes, it was a great costume. Yeah. I'll just paint you blue. You can walk around naked. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> At the end of October? No, that's no. stupid. You want his little black thong thing that he wears? No, you like know what? If that. I did that, I'd just go out. Because I would turn blue in ten minutes. Yeah, That's true. That's true. <laughs> just go out naked. It'd be creepy naked. What are you yeah. supposed to be? Wait a few minutes until I get cold. <laughs> then you'll get it. Wait until I turn blue, yeah. then you'll get it. <laughs> oh, I just thought about how like we'd never get your balls out of your body. No. It would tweet up inside my chest. <laughs> yeah, it would never happen. Sorry if you're listening to this, Mom. <laughs> it's just a fact of life. I know. I really don't think my mom would care. <laughs> no. Knowing my mom. No. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Shout out to his mom. Who <laughs> doesn't watch movies, so she doesn't listen to this, because she's like, I know, I've listened, but I don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just confused. Yeah. 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 She said she would, she would listen, but she has no idea. She's never seen any of the movies we've done. Yeah. That's why I was going to do the, the, the Young Frankenstein one, like our Mother's Day episode, but yeah. that never ended up happening. Yeah, the Mother's Day episode with the totally random movies that didn't make sense together at all. <laughs> well, they were going to be our mother's favorite movies. Yeah. I know. It was just the weirdest combo. Because what it ended up being, it was Young Frankenstein and... Dances with Wolves for me, and what was your mom's favorite? Pineapple Express. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Well, you know, Pineapple Express and Young Frankenstein, they're comedies. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Mine, no. Not just, at all. You just tack that one on the end. Yeah. And now Dances with Wolves. <laughs> we're going to talk, talk about Avatar. Oh, wait, I mean... <laughs> Avatar Part 1. Yeah. The prequel. The original. The prequel, yeah. The original Avatar. Mm-hmm. Original flavor. So, like, how far do you think is too far when you're trying to save the world? Do you think you took it too far? I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. If he actually, if if the new frontiersman doesn't print that story, yeah, and and this the, the truth never comes out, maybe he did. But like, I don't know how I feel if like I'm okay, no nuclear war, but like family members or friends or whoever in, like, a huge city are gone. Like, totally gone. And ultimately, like, we didn't know if there was going to be nuclear war, so did they really have to be gone? Well, from from the the government scenes that we see, it seemed pretty likely that there uh, a holocaust was about to occur. Yeah, but, I mean, everyone thought that was going to happen to us, too, and it didn't. They like, Dana's family had, like, a bomb shelter legitly built in their basement. There's a whole... Really? There's a whole... <laughs> oh, yeah, like, history. they had a whole plan on what they were going to do during the Cold War. Oh, yeah? people were scared shitless. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a duck and cover plan. It was a good plan. This was... This is a, is a whole different world. It's no, hard, I know. It's hard to say how... Like, it's... The, the movie is really more making a point that they're trying... That they're 
It's definitely gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is when we need Brittany. Yeah. I don't know if they had a she countdown clock that. that got to two minutes to to midnight. I know should Nixon I wasn't president. Uh, well, should I get the speaker? Sure. We might have a second phone-in guest. What are we going to ask her? She thinks that it's good to kill millions of people to save a few billion. Waiting for Bluetooth connection. That's our speaker, guys. It speaks to us. Um, no, I want to find out if she thinks that they had to kill everyone in the Watchmen because of imminent uh, nuclear if, war. If it's like, more imminent in Watchmen than it, it, than was, it, it in was in real life. life. Yeah, favorites. She's number two. <laughs> She's number two? <laughs> Alphabetical. Brittany's She's number Brittany. two. Oh, okay. Brittany's number two. Oh, no! Brittany. I bet you... Just a second. I'll leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Hey, Brady, it's Sarah. We're podcasting, and we need you to call us back because we have a question about the Cold War, and, like, you're an expert at that shit. So, call me back. Bye. Okay, so maybe before we're done the show, we'll get an answer. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if she calls us back. We can, like, edit out all of those, like, beeps. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just be like, oh, we're getting a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <all> surprised. <laughs> No, I just meant edit out the like rings. No, I think it'd be funny if I, if I make it a, make it seem like a surprise. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so you'd have to get rid of all of this. Yeah, well, I mean, this is mostly junk anyway. Whoa, whoa! No, I mean, <laughs> this part, <laughs> man, this part. Oh yeah. <laughs> From where we said, hey, let's call Brittany. You can't get rid of this now. This is gold. Yeah. That was real podcast. I almost got Derek actually fighting. I know. That would have been good. He was about to throw it out. We've never yeah. seen that before. We've never seen him express a real opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you try to stay neutral like Sweden. Yeah. Damn Swedes. <laughs> you never know where they stand. Those damn neutral bastards. Uh, I made a note here that uh, Dr. Manhattan seems basically like a god, but... Uh, he's basically Pinocchio, I said. He's, uh, he's just a puppet who can see the strings of faith. He knows what's gonna happen, but only what's gonna happen to him. Yeah. As, as much as he knows what's going to happen in his future, he can't change anything. He can only do what he's predestined to do. Sarah's writing something. I'm writing the question to Brit, because I'll forget oh, it. Oh, good call. Yeah. I think, I think Dr. Manhattan even referred to himself. Basically, as a puppet who could see his strings at one point. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I know, I know that the comedian, right after he he uh, murders the woman in Vietnam, he makes a comment that Doctor Manhattan could have could have turned the bullets to to mercury or yeah or, or stuff like that, but he doesn't do any of that because he can't do that. It ha- he didn't do that, so he can't do that, <laughs> which shows that he's like. As godly as he is, he's still as impotent as any other character to stop anything. Yeah. The only way Adrian manages to change anything is by planning way, way ahead. Like, he's, I don't know how long he's been planning this, but it's been a long, long time. I think he may, he may have mentioned after the, the second Minutemen meeting, when he tried to recruit everyone the second time. Yeah. I think that was when he started, when, he, when that failed, I think that's when he started planning. What do you think? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the timeline on that is. 
Because it's clear. Just because I know, like, their relationship is falling apart. His relationship with Lori is falling apart because he's been spending so much time focusing on that. But I don't, like, I don't get the feeling that it's been years. No, I mean. But I get the feeling that it's probably been within one calendar year. Like, enough for the relationship to start to dissolve. I was talking about Adrian's plan. Yeah, but I mean, Adrian's plan is all bent on Manhattan working on that project. But he's also had to create the Pyramid Corporation. That's true. Cause okay. cancer in, in several of the people that, that Dr. Manhattan has Yeah, known. yeah, so that would be years. Yeah. But Manhattan has only been involved, I think, for like... Directly. A little bit, yeah. Adrian, Adrian's been working him for a long time, before the project, I'm sure. Yeah. And a, a little illusion of the comic, the devices that Dr. Manhattan is building are... Their, their acronym is SQUID. There's some kind of... They're... Uh, uh, intrinsic field generators so they based the, right from the beginning they're setting it up that it's it's mimicking Dr. Manhattan's powers it, it's generating an intrinsic field hmm. which is which is why they trace it back to to Dr. Manhattan and blame him in the comic books he comes out and and claims responsibility and leaves in this they they skip that step they don't he doesn't have to claim responsibility cuz Adrian's already placed blame on him by mimicking his energy source. Yeah. And then you, you get, like, the, the whole thing with the squid was really complicated and confusing in the comic book. Like, Well, yeah, because at the end it was like, squid. Yeah. Squid monsters? Because they don't... <laughs> I go back and re I'm like, what? Because they don't directly say what they're doing. They're, they just make allusions to, to something going on at Karnak. And then the thing at Karnak is what drives... The comedian crazy to, to to go visit Moloch and then get murdered by Adrian. Yeah. The comedian played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Who will be on Walking Dead shortly. Yes. He will be uh, we're hoping next week. Yeah. Should be soon. Oh yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was I remembered that and then I forgot it. <laughs> I remembered it. But that I doesn't make sense because Negan in the comic isn't supposed to die in the first scene. <laughs> like everything Jeffrey Dean Morgan does. Well, no, in, Super- <laughs> in Supernatural, he was alive for almost a season. Off screen. He, he shows on- up to die. He was <laughs> on screen for like four or five episodes. Yeah, randomly at the end. Yeah. Right before he died. The dude had like ten seconds of screen time. But yeah, almost everything he's in, he dies. Right away, yeah. S- sometimes before the story technically begins. Yeah. Like in Watchmen, his death is what sets up the entire rest of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've seen him... Well, in that opening scene, and he got thrown out. I'm like, like he's dead already. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he read the script and he he didn't want to do it at first because he thought that like he thought that was his entire part. Yeah, he would never come back. Through. He read the th- first three pages and he like he wanted to turn the script down. And then his I think it was his agent told him, convinced him to read the rest of the thing. And then he's like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Oh, your bone is stuck to your your neck beard, buddy. Oh, she got a bone stuck in her fur. I like that uh, Adrian set up his own fake assassination attempt in order to throw people off. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Seeing shooting fingers off and things. Yeah, getting uh, at, and at the same time getting killing people that might oppose his his ideas. Yeah, and you notice that he goes behind all of those guys. Yeah, before he takes out the assassin. So like at, at the same time they're trying to throw us off. They're like, why is he hiding behind everybody? <laughs> Oh yeah, he's the weeds dad who's dead. Yeah, yeah, he's dead before the story begins. 
Yeah, I couldn't remember all the things that he just dies in. <laughs> yeah, in Weeds, he's the dad in, in flashbacks, but he's dead before the, sh- before the show begins. Oh, yeah? I was wondering what Sarah was doing with her phone there for so long. Well, I was curious, because I'm like, I know there's a bunch of them, but I couldn't remember. Do you have any more notes for this movie? No. So should we move on to V proper? V proper. Well, yeah, because we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. You're ridiculous. <laughs> v proper. I know. My first note is that Hugo Weaving is great in the in this movie, and we never see his face. Yeah. Well, it's so emotive. With just a tilt of his head. And the voice. Know, yeah. Just the voice and the, the tilt voice, of his head, yeah. you know what he's thinking. And feeling. And feeling, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hugo Weaving is awesome for that. He sounds like a 1950s film star. Like, I feel like he's out of time a little bit. He doesn't... You look at him and you're like, you're not quite right. Like, you know (laughs) he's not quite right, but I mean, like, he seems like you should... You belong in a different time period. I don't know what that means. He's dressed smartly (laughs) and his voice doesn't fit. Nobody nobody even wears a suit to do, do the taxes anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no one has, like, top hat, monocle, cane, everything. No one has that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the line either. That's why I picked the easy, lo- easy one. I know. It's cool, man. I jumped off and tried the hard one. <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, he just doesn't, nothing about him looks like it fits. He's not wearing pajama pants. He's not using slang. Yeah. He's much too verbose for modern society. Yeah, you had mentioned you, you wanted to talk about the alliteration. Yeah, I've used that in assignments. His speech, oh, yeah? his V speech, because yeah. kids don't get alliteration, which is just like the repetition of sounds, right? Yeah. So I use that speech. Like, if this doesn't explain it to you, like, I can't help you. <laughs> it's just so well done. Yeah, it was. But I think the problem too with it, though, is, and I mentioned this when we were watching, I don't know how many people actually understand. The, the, the language? Yeah. Because a lot of the words, I think, just go like, whoo, like way over people's heads. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially people who would typically go to a comic book movie. Yeah, because even not to not to like stereotype people out there, but like. Well, no, but I mean, dumb young, comic book movies. Young people too, right? Yeah, tend not to have the best vocabulary, and like I've had students where I'm like, "Stop being misogynistic," and they look at me like, "Miss, that is too big of a word. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh," and I hand them a dictionary, because look it up. But yeah, they have no idea. I don't think what half of that speech is about. I think they can follow it. And it's quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just, with like, a, with yeah. delivers I that. I actually yeah. had to rewind it. To catch it all? To, yeah, because it, it went so fast. Eh? Yeah. I was like, I missed most of that. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can tell Hugo's from the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I think that's my favorite scene. His, his introduction? Yeah, and when he calls her out for the irony of asking a masked man. Who yeah, that was, was good. That yeah. was good. Yeah, and I liked I liked his recognition when he's like Evie, Evie, really? That's your name? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four. This is gonna work. Four. She's four. Yeah. He's five. He's five. Yeah. Because <laughs> Evie is uh, Latin for I V. Oh, okay. Um, I love how they film. I call them the board of shadowy figures, but I don't know that's not what they're called. The the government heads. Like the head of like the finger and the nose and the yeah, whatever the all the parts, yeah. And they're lit so eerily; it just is scary. Like you have this huge giant screen of the chancellor staring down at you, 
And he's got a bright blue background, but it's still scary because it's extra bright and imposing. Yeah. Because that's and where then, most of the light is coming from in the room? Yeah, right next to that, the horrifying logos. Yeah, the Norse fire logos? Yeah. The weird double crosses? Yeah. Like, that is very religiously oppressive and is scaring me also because bad things happen when religions well, that's rule their, the earth. That's their, whole, that's their whole <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. What's, what is it? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the line now. What? The government line. The oh, strength. Ring. Strength and unity, unity and something. Faith. Something about faith. Something about faith. Yeah. But faith and numbers. It scares me because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with religion, but there's something very wrong when religion rules countries. Yeah. Because that's when we get, you know, inquisitions. Yeah. <laughs> People being murdered all the time. Yeah. Like, it's pretty wicked. We like it. Strength through purity, purity through faith. Yeah, horrible. So it's and strength through unity was another one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like it's all religion based. It's oh yeah, it's the all whole about thing. Religion. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty obvious with it when they start outlawing homosexuality and the arts. Like it's a very Nazi Germany. Fascist. Yeah, it's, in general. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, if you're not, it's the with, same type. It's the same belief system that the Nazis had here. I think it's based on like Margaret Thatcher's. Oh yeah, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, Thatcher. Yeah, it's it's and nineteen eighty four. It's like uh, Thatcherism to the extreme. Yeah, but yeah, that, but that's like, that's all movie... terrifying. Like all of those images, and then you have all of these the heads of government who you would assume would be powerful people. But they're, like, sitting in one little spotlight, like, individualized, looking scared out of their mind. They're only powerful over the people under them. They have no actual power. That's what I mean. Like, And that's terrifying, because clearly this one person is just lording over everyone. Yeah. But I just love how that's filmed, because that whole thing is scary. I'm like, I don't want to sit there. Yeah. I don't want to go to that meeting room. Like, (laughs) No, in in a government like that, you want to be a nobody. You want to be a cog. Yeah. Being known to the government is not something you want. No. Things don't turn out too badly, though, for the investigator. No. Which is surprising. Like, well, you think he would get murdered. We don't know what happens after. No, but I mean... Because there's a revolution happening. Typically, in the in the film, like, you would think he would be murdered. Yeah. Usually in film, he would be, but in this one, he's not. Well, he's not... Remarkable. He's not choosing sides, really. He's not... With V, he's not with the government. He wants the truth. Yeah. He's, but he's people the die for the truth, right? He's like, the real hero of the movie. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. Because it, it comes down to him whether he wants to... Like, it, Evie has the choice to pull the lever, but he has the choice to shoot her yeah, before he she pulls the lever. Before she pulled yeah. Her. Yeah. And really, blowing up Parliament wouldn't have changed anything. Sutler's dead. The next guy, the uh, Finger, is dead. All the heads of government are dead except for the cop. Yeah. So there's no there's no government left. Blowing up Parliament would be a pointless gesture, really. Well, it's it was a, grand, a symbol. It's it was a, a symbol. yeah, it's a grand gesture to get people riled up. Yeah, but ultimately, it's, it wasn't the, the 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 most important thing. Yeah, I want to know what happened in the states. Uh, they said that something. There's a, they're at war. And there's a plague. Yeah. Something about a plague. It's the anti-vaxxers started it. Oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> that makes sense. I just roast, ro- read, roast. I just read a piece 
about a family in Alberta whose son passed away because they tried to give him maple syrup oh, yeah, yeah, instead of meningitis that, yeah. medication. Yeah, I read that too. That's crazy, eh? What's wrong with you people? Yeah. Like, maple syrup is in no way... It's not even healthy. Like, like at least honey has antibacterial properties. Yeah, for real! Yeah. Like, here, drink the sugar water out of a tree. As far as I know, <laughs> there's nothing about that. Like, If that solves problems, like... People of Canada would never get sick. Never. Nope. If, if like, maple syrup solved everything, we'd have, like, no problems yeah, here. Yeah, everyone, we would have the cure to everything. Yeah, we have maple everything here. We would oh, you have, a, you have a cold? Go lick a tree. Yeah. Go lick a tree. <laughs> Sap's running right now. Like, let's park. go out and lick some trees, guys, and we'll just be healthy all year. Go drink some tree blood. Tree blood. <laughs> oh, that's what they should have done for... Tree waters in St. Mary's. Like, go look some trees, guys. They don't have maple trees in England. Oh, well, that's their problem. Yeah, yeah, they'd be fucked. That's where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And this is where we get ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's that time of the night. I think we've been ridiculous for... Were these people, did they they give their kid maple syrup (laughs) because of a religious belief about modern medicine, or they just didn't... No, they're apparently these people who have had fraudulent, like, charges of fraud brought up against them for their natural remedy. I'm doing finger quotes for those of you who can't see. Um, I've been doing that all Natural also. remedy uh, pills, which are basically just multivitamins, uh, essentially. Yeah. Um, except they've been proven to actually do harm to people who have some of the illnesses they claim to solve. Because people, some people shouldn't have certain vitamins in excessive quantities so yeah they um push holistic remedies which actually harm and just didn't bring their kid to see a doctor for two and a half weeks and now they're being charged and can face up to five years in prison but i mean ultimately i'm pretty sure that's neglect yeah punishments for that kind of shit should be harsher well we have modern medicine like your child is two years old and cannot make the decision for themselves that they don't want to partake in water medicine, but when all it would have taken was some antibiotics to fix this kid, that's not okay. Well, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. Like, anti-vaxxers aren't aren't making choices for themselves. They're making choices for their children. That's what I mean. Yeah. The kids can't make decisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they, they, you're playing Russian roulette with your children's lives. Yeah, like They're if you don't want to give them the flu shot, do yeah. whatever. But yeah, the flu shot. Nobody gives meningitis. a shit. No, I've never. We've never got our kids a flu shot. No, I don't get it either. They're up with all their other vaccines and all that stuff. Yeah. And you'll see people talk about, oh, I'm anti-vaccine, I don't get yeah. the flu shot. No one's talking about the flu shot. Yeah. No, no one's talking about the yeah. flu shot. If you want to get the flu, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A board in Ontario sent home, like, hundreds of kids this year. Yeah. I think it was a Catholic board, yeah, because you have to be up to date on your vaccinations, but usually, like, staff at high schools or elementary schools are too busy to look into it. Mm-hmm. But this board actually did a huge audit and every single kid who wasn't up to date was sent home en masse. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, hundreds of students really, eh? sent home. Yeah. Like, go fix it and then come back. Because, yeah, you're legally required to have full vaccination or notes from doctors saying that your kid is immunocompromised and can't have it. We're, like, way off topic. How did we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> Can we, like, edit it somewhere and just turn this into a double detox? Okay, this is Double Detox. I don't even yeah. know. I don't know. And then we'll just go back and edit back into V for Vendetta. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably do that by cutting Chunk out, but I, uh, 
I don't know how we would naturally go back into V. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where we got off. I don't v. know. I don't know how we got onto vaccines. I don't okay, remember. let's like talk about another scary thing. Um, to segue, what about like the Ministry of Questionable Items? <laughs> like, dear Lord, that shouldn't exist. No, let exist. questionable items that exist in all versions of 1984. I know, but that's so horrific. Is. Let's be real. This is basically 1984. Yeah, I mean, it takes place in 1985-ish. Does it? I think so. Really? I thought it was the future. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's an alternate. Watchmen was 1985. Yeah, yeah I think something. this one's the future. Yeah, I don't know. I will look. Yeah, you look. But anyway, any government that tells you you can't have paintings horrifies me. Yeah. And. I don't understand why Evie wants to leave. Like, when she wakes up at his place, he's got, like, all the books and the art. Like, yeah. real, like, Francis Bacon and, like, crazy pieces of artwork and movies. I'm like, I'm staying here. No, real butter? Watch. That's what I was wondering, too. Why would she leave? It doesn't make any sense. Like, she knows he's not going to harm her. I think it's because she's terrified, right? She's, like, so terrified to do anything outside of the box beyond her knee-jerk reaction to spray that guy in the face with her pepper spray. Yeah. That I don't think she has any choice but to leave. But I I certainly wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. No, I would stay there. It takes place in the 90s and the uh, preceded by a nuclear war in the 80s. So it take the the movie takes place in the 90s. Okay. Well, I think well, it's supposed to be, yeah, I think in the movie it's supposed to be modern, just from the look yeah, it never, it of never the televisions says. and everything. Like, it Oh, looks. yeah, speaking of the televisions, cell phones, Did uh, am I, is it weird of me that I noticed that all of the TVs in the movie are JVC? I don't think that's on purpose. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm, I was curious if it was product placement or if they were doing it on purpose to put V on like the Like Michael Bay product placement? Like, just, you know, we need, a, we need a few extra bucks to pad the budget. Yeah. Let's see who will give us money. Because, like, every single monitor that they showed the logo of it was JVC. So I was curious if they, if they were just doing that because they were paid to, or if they were doing it to include V again. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Because there's Vs all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I really like how the story is laid out. Like, Alan Moore is kind of a genius. So I love that they slowly reveal what Lark Hill was through the murders. Yeah. And then once we know what happened and we get the point of view from the like the the doctor woman as she's going. And I love that he's nicer to her than all the rest of them. Yeah. Because she's she the feels only regret. Yeah, she's the only one that shows any remorse for what she yeah. did. So he appreciates that. Um, but yeah, I love how they show, they give you little bits of it. They give you a bigger reveal with her, the last person that he really goes after before he captures captures Evie yeah. and puts her in there. And then we get to live his entire experience in jail through her. So it's like building her character arc while revealing what happened to V yeah. and revealing the, um, the actress who kind of sparked everything for him and kept him alive, just like it kept her alive. So that was like a real. It's a really good. It's like three distinct acts. Yeah. In this story, like killing everyone, her imprisonment and rebirth, essentially, and then the aftermath of that. And she she actually asked for the imprisonment in a way. 
she she's like I want to be strong like my my parents were, and that's the only way V can make her strong is by putting her through what he went through. Either she would come out strong at the end, or she would be weak and fail. Yeah, and then he would have just let her go. Yeah, I know. he was never in real danger. He was never gonna. He, no. There's no way he would ever kill her. No, God, no. No, it's interesting. Yeah, because she she needs it. Like you said, now you're free. You're free yeah. now. Nothing can get you. You are good to go. You don't have to be afraid of anything. Fear fear is not the mind killer. No, <laughs> no, you don't have to put your hand in any boxes. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Dune? No. We're doing it up right now. <laughs> we'll have to do that one at some point. I guess. <laughs> guess. The good ones, like the miniseries. Yeah, but then we should do the shit one just to talk about it, because there's a lot to talk about. It's um, David Lynch. But he directed it. He didn't get to make a David Lynch film? No, well, he, t- he took his name off of it. Oh, really? Because he's like, so horrified, because it was basically like a... Company, a government, like a not government, a production company film. Like, do you shalt do this? Yeah. Even though it's bad, <laughs> and they like completely changed the ending of the book, so it makes no sense. It's just bad. It's a bad movie. My prof in university for uh, science fiction literature, he's like, okay, so you need to watch this movie, but you need to drink a lot. And you need to put Pink Floyd's The Wall in the background and turn the sound off. Because he's like, visually, it's awesome. Yeah. But it is a bad movie. Don't listen to it. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Cool effect on the eyes, though. We should try that method. Cool effect on the eyes, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. They'll have really bright blue eyes because they've been around the space too long. (laughs) Yeah, none of those... You'll have to watch this because you just need to know the story. It's a good story. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad we didn't have Jaredovsky's one. Yeah, I'm probably saying his name wrong. Yeah, probably, but <laughs> oh well, it's confusing. I, I I'm not good with Spanish names. Yeah, <laughs> or Italian names. Yeah, or ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, not Western people. So, so I, so for the question, like, did did how far is too far for him? Do you think he took it too far? I don't think so, because he didn't kill that many people. The, the only people he killed were the ones that were directly in his way. Yeah. Well, mostly. Well, and like, he was... You could argue that he's responsible for, like, the death of that little girl. Because of the mask? Like, yeah, because... Yeah. Because yeah. she wouldn't have been out there wearing that if they had he hadn't sent them all and prompted it. And but, the, the government wouldn't have been on high alert had... He not yeah. sent it to everybody in the UK. Yeah, but that little girl had to die. Yeah, that was the primary motive. It was back to what I said earlier. Yeah, Sometimes it was the catalyst. Sometimes you gotta kill babies. Sometimes you gotta good. kill babies, yeah. yeah nothing kids. pisses you off like killing babies. Yeah, yeah, kids. She was the dog that stopped the war. A reference that Sarah doesn't get. Yeah. I don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> it's a really good movie. Yeah, well, but movie? I don't want to watch it it's, at all. It's called the, Bo- the Dog Who Stopped the War. Never even heard of it's it. It's a... Uh, Quebec movie. Oh yeah, about a, a group of kids on on Christmas holiday or something build this great big snow fort and have these great big snowball fights to to capture it. And at the end of the movie, it starts getting more and more brutal as the movie goes on. And uh, at the end of the movie, one of the walls of the snow fort collapses and kills the dog. And then they all they all come together and have a funeral for the dog. And that's how the, that's how it ends. Uh-huh. So the dog stops the war, but it's it's 
kind of painful to watch. Is it? Yeah. It makes me sad just to think about because it, it, it's, it's really emotional. Like, it's, a, it's, it's very effective. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah. There have been talks of remaking. I'm like, they don't need to. They just need to put it out there more. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I never heard of it. No, I haven't, I haven't heard of it either. Probably because it's a. Uh, French language film that they have that weird dubbing over. Oh, uh, so the, the, it just looks a little bit off when they're speaking. Yeah. So stations don't usually like playing those things. <laughs> I wonder why. I like them. I don't mind when people remake foreign language films as much. I think for the fact that I feel bad for people who can't read. Like even like I have a lot of students who would like to read, but they can't. They just they have like learning disabilities and things that prevent them from reading or like a lot of people just can't read fast enough mm-hmm. to keep up with it or have the reading comprehension skills to be able to read and watch what's happening at the same time and everyone knows that dubs suck ass you know what I think yeah. I would, so, it would be better I think if they worked harder on making better dubs yeah because they suck exactly dubs suck and, and all the there's no money in them yeah and all the voice actors that do it like I'm sorry guys I know you work really hard but it just doesn't fit, usually. Yeah. Like, the emotion you get watching a subtitled film is not the same that you get when you're watching a dubbed film. It just isn't. And things get lost in the translation somehow when you try to make it, the words fit their mouths and, like... Yeah. Whereas if you can write whatever you want at the bottom, it doesn't have to fit anything. Yeah. <laughs> Although sometimes it can go by way too fast. How do we get on subtitles now? <laughs> <laughs> the dog... Oh, right, yes. Yeah. And then... The, bo- the dog who stopped the war. Yeah. Because the kid was the kid who stopped the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or who sparked a revolution, I guess. Who's got backtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're wild tonight, eh? Yeah. Yep. Wow. I like it, though. I know. This is a good one. It's really... It's because we haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Free balling it. <laughs> <laughs> so... My lame sister, who I love, never called me back. Yeah. Way to go, Brittany. Right on the air like this. Yeah. Name was Hay in the whole movie. You've moved down to number ten now. <laughs> <laughs> on the dial list. <laughs> on the alphabetical dial list. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made a note here that uh, Sudler is what Trump will become if he become if he ends up president. Oh dear God, yes. <laughs> Norse fire is what America has to look forward to if they elect him president. Yeah. You know what though? Like I really hate all those memes right now as a Canadian. That are like, Americans are so dumb, why would you vote for him? Like, uh, we had Harper for eight years. Like, yeah, yeah. A ridiculously you know? long time. Yeah. It was ten years, wasn't it? Was it ten? Yeah. He got, he got in. He got the partial uh, yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because he That's got... grosser. Like, that that's means, gross. That means he won elections three times. That's what I mean. Like, we brought in someone who, like, burned government documents and hid information. And when confronted like, about a hundred... Thousands of Aboriginal deaths. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to investigate that. People walk from Labrador to go talk to you about their issues, and you go see some pandas instead. Like, yeah, all right, photo op some pandas. Cool, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's cool. We got to do a double D talk, because I got lots of shit to say, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> we'll set one up for next time. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that's, great. That's what John Oliver told me. That's a good one. It is not, it is not nearly as... Nice sounding a name. No, it doesn't have that air of success. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> well, and it'd be good if we had Mitch, 
Yeah. Because all of this just reminds me of, like, how, you know, people... People seem sane and fine until there's a crisis, like, having to bring in all sorts of Syrian people into the country. And then people turn into total psychos yeah. who hate everyone and want to kill everyone and want to rule everyone with an iron fist to make everyone the same. Yeah. I'm like, wow, like... Because you watch movies like V for Vendetta and you're like, oh, I don't know if that could happen. And you're like, yeah, yeah. no, it totally could. It yeah. could. That's what I thought, too. It's like... That's what we're kind of going towards. Yeah, when it yeah. first came out, yeah. it didn't seem that likely. No, because it was, what, 2005 it, it came out or something? Uh, Bush administration, I think. Yeah. Second term? Or first? Anyway, either way. Uh, yeah, people would make comparisons to him, to Bush. Like this this administration to Bush. But it's not, not even close to what it would be like if Trump is in there. No. Bush was more... He was an idiot. He was yeah, a he was more... Not comical in a funny way, but... It was 2005. Yeah. Yeah, he was, Bush was more of a puppet. Yeah. He didn't... He was... The people behind him, like Cheney, were, were the ones pushing the, the buttons. Yeah. But he didn't seem like a real threat. No. As Donald Trump would be if he got in, you know? Like, he's just... <laughs> he's well, just, yeah, because he actually seems to believe the, the crazy things he's saying. Yeah, exactly. That's that's uh, not good. But yeah, when you watch Vendetta, that's kind of the feeling I get, too, was, you know, trying could to be people to fear and all this, and can't wait. Well, and that much was happening when Bush was in. Cause yeah, that's how they got the Patriot Act yeah, passed. Exactly. Oh, worry about terrorists. We want to. We want to tap everyone's phones. Terror so alerts. We can catch terrorists. Yeah. No terrorists have ever been caught under the Patriot Act. <laughs> well, and then the one dude who finally whistle blows on the government listening to your phone calls is now like in Russia. Yeah, in Russia, in hiding. Could never come home. Maybe one day. Probably not. Yeah, doubtful. Sorry, Edward Snowden. <laughs> I don't think you're listening to this. But uh, if he is, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, if you are, we feel you, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't think you should be gone for treason. No. I think in those cases, like I think the people should be allowed to vote. Like, do you think that it was treasonous, or are you pumped that you now have this information about what was happening to you as a people? Yeah. Like, if we're a democracy, let's vote on that one. They're not a democracy, though. Not yeah, that's true. The U.S. is, they say they're a democracy, but they're not really. They're a re- republic. And their system is fucked. The way they elect people is so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get it. It, is, it isn't one vote counts towards whoever is being elected. You, Your district gets a certain number of votes. So, if your district gets... I don't even want to get into it. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's really dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It should be one vote counts for whoever you're voting for. The most votes gets the presidency. Yeah, but that isn't, isn't how it works here either. No, I know, but it should be. We're, we're in a world now where that's possible. Yeah. You know? I don't mind how ours works, though. No, ours makes more sense than theirs. At least it's straightforward. Yeah. And the representatives that we vote for are actually do something for us. Yeah, but in, a, in like an actual democracy, we would all get to che- we would all get to vote on whatever issues. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I want everyone. Like I know I just said I did for him, but now that I think about it, that's probably bad. <laughs> Change your mind now. Like lots of people are dumb. Well, that's what it was in I think Brazil, the movie Brazil. I think everyone could vote for things, but it was such a pain in the ass to vote. No one ever did it. Oh, yeah, that movie confused the hell out of me. It's been a long time since I watched it. 
It's it's Terry Gilliam doing 1984, and Terry Gilliam made it made 1984 super weird. He makes everything super weird. Yeah. Oh, Brittany says she's putting Reese to bed. What's the question? Um, I'll type it. Okay. Dylan can edit it back in after. Yeah, I can put it back into where we where we called her. Can you? I can try. That's like magic. <laughs> Cut it from the end. Put it in there. I'll put it in after. I'll be like. Bring, bring, bring. So yeah. <laughs> So we were way all over the place on this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way all over. It's good, though. I think it's going to be a good one. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, we had a few arguments. That's yeah. That's always good. And they're fairly yeah. early on, so that's good. That'll get, that'll get people listening. Yeah. That's and our book. We, we get mad about anti-vaxxers. A lot of some uh, yeah. controversial yeah. aspects to it. Talked about Drumpf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Donald Drumpf. I got I to gotta remember to say it that way. Drumpf, yeah. Yeah. Did you download the extension on your browser? No, I didn't. No. I should. Oh, so then it turns everything into Drumpf? Yeah. Any, any mention of Trump turns into Drumpf. That's awesome. <laughs> I haven't checked it out either. Uh, I'm too lazy for that stuff. Makes me happy that that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they do that. Did you see uh, Jeff the Disease Lung? Yeah. yeah that's that a good, good one. one too. I watched it here with you guys. Yeah, we did that. Oh, we, yeah. We, we yeah. showed Mitch that. Oh, yeah. That was part of our double detox one time. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a double detox. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we got into it. I think that was the, the first time we took an intermission and went and watched a couple videos. <laughs> yeah, the intermission music from uh, The Meaning of Life. Oh, yeah, you should just pop that in random places. The, well, when we take intermissions, that's when I put it in. We never do that. We've done it twice. You've put in The Meaning of Life music? The, the intermission music. Nice. I didn't realize you did that. Because <laughs> I never listen to these. <laughs> we do them and then I just don't. Yeah. And just, they never happen. No. no. We've listened to a couple of them. Yeah. Only because I would make you. You should post this as outtakes. I haven't this listened. This chunk. This chunk is outtakes. I haven't listened to any in a while, actually. <laughs> no, I haven't listened to any podcasts in a while at all, actually. But I, I haven't listened to anymore because I don't go any. anywhere. Well, we listen to, well, I did a whole bunch of. Kumail's X-Files files. Yeah, we listened to, to a couple the other day. Yeah. But usually, we got through a few of them. They're long, though. I've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, and I want to actually pay attention to what I'm doing, and if I have podcasts on, I get distracted. Yeah. Plus, I like listening to the radio in the in the game. <laughs> 1980s? Uh, no, this one's more modern. Oh, yeah? Although it does... Kenny Loggins is the DJ on the radio station, the rock station. Nice. <laughs> Sarah thinks we should turn this into a bloopers reel. This yeah. little section while we're waiting yeah, for Brittany sure. to reply. Why not? Yeah, she's putting the babies to bed. I should just, like, every time you come over, I should just have it going. I told, remember I tried you to do that before when you guys lived in Espanola. Then if we have it, like, turn it on. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that'd be smarter. But then sometimes we don't start for, like, 20, <laughs> 20 minutes, <laughs> and I'd have no idea where we were. How far, how far have we actually recorded? Yeah. How much was just the gibberish at the beginning? That's true. That's true. I'll do it sometime, though. Maybe next time. Yeah. Waiting for Bluetooth connection. Oh, I just turned it off. You can turn it off. Oh, what happened there? She turned off her Bluetooth. Yeah. It eats battery, Bluetooth does. Yes, it does. I could say I've never used Bluetooth, honestly. No? No, I haven't. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We have it on our, our deck in our car, too. Do you? Yeah, I don't. Our stereo's older, and there's have the auxiliary plug-in. I like that more though. Like I use it more often because it's faster yeah. than using Bluetooth, and it doesn't 
use your battery the same way. Yeah. So yeah, I just have an auxiliary cord plugged in 24-7 in yeah. the car. I've had Bluetooth mice and they don't work great. Yeah, I've never tried that. Like a Bluetooth wireless mouse, you yeah. plug in the little USB Bluetooth thing and it cuts out randomly. That's what I have hooked up to the TV now, it just stops working every now and then. Oh yeah? I don't, I don't know why. Sweet. How did you find these two movies? You have them? Yeah, we actually yeah. have these ones. They're sitting right next to each other on the shelf. <laughs> we have kind of a comic book section. Oh, gotcha. It wasn't in it though, it was down here. Oh. Oh no, it's not a comic book section, it's more like tonal movie section. The same yeah. tone yeah. of film. <laughs> We're all together. Okay, so Brittany got back to me. Okay. I asked her, is the Cold War in Watchmen worse than the Cold War in real life? Was blowing up cities to stop nuclear war necessary? And she says, Watchmen universe was worse. The U.S. had more significant advantage with the win in Vietnam and Dr. Manhattan. That loss of balance is what made the Cold War universe more dangerous. It made diplomacy much more difficult. And I said, so do you think Adrian was justified in blowing up all the cities? Do you think there would have been nuclear war? And she said, for your second question, I'm just going to quote John, nothing ever ends. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good answer. Right, Thanks, fair. Britt. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, yeah, chunk that. You'll stay at yeah. number two now on the list. Yeah. Yeah, you'll yeah, stay at back number two on the list. So I think we're, uh, I think we're about done. I think so. I don't have too much more to say. No? No, I'm good. So uh, we'll wrap it up and we'll, we'll figure out something for next episode. I've, I'm out of notebook. I just got a new notebook. You gotta fill that sucker Sweet. up. Yeah, I didn't take any notes. Nice. <laughs> There's a paragraph there. Don't set yourself yeah, short. Yeah, I know. Well, this was, this was a very last minute show because we didn't, we didn't realize until Saturday, I think it was, that we weren't going to be able to watch these movies. We weren't going to be able to find find them and didn't watch either movie till Monday and then yesterday. It's Wednesday now. I watched them both today. Oh. <laughs> we didn't do that because Sarah wants to come home and relax and not well, take notes immediately after. We have not enough boys. time to watch both of those films. No. I don't watch all, all day. I, I could have, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up. We'll think of some something to do for next episode. Probably throw in a double detox if we can get someone in. Mm-hmm. Or if not, we might be able to come up with some topics. We still got to figure out a format for that thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Free balling. <laughs> okay, so goodbye for episode 35. Bye. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me at Lars M on Twitter, L A R Z M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Welcome to Planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show, and we hope you tune in next week.